Hello and welcome again to Let This Mind Be In You. Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you. And uh, before we get started, let's uh, let's just start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for the uh, the day off that you give me with uh, my family. Thank you for this opportunity to um, present this new series, Lord, um, on the book of Hebrews. And Lord, help us to just keep traditions and and all forms of uh, religious practice that we maybe had from our past out of the way. And Lord, let, let us just learn from you and what you would have from us directly from your word and take it as our final authority. We ask all these things in your precious name. Amen. All right, everybody. So uh, last time we had an interview with my dad, Brother Kevin D'Angelo. Um, now what I kind of want to do is start with uh, different books of the Bible. So uh, just reading through them verse by verse, line by line, and uh, just take them for what um, they, they have to say. Um, before we do any of these things, there's always going to be certain disagreements. There's always going to be those kinds of things, but uh, which is fine. Um, always going to have those those things. But what I'd like to do is if you do have any type of disagreements or whatever, anything that is said, please comment. Um give uh text me or whatever if you have my text uh or if you have my phone number or whatever um and then just show me from the word of god what something i might have said amiss um or said wrong um show me from the word of god and that way we can all learn and that's um that's what this is all about let this mind be in you because we have the mind of christ he's going to teach us so um first and foremost um if you come to the book of hebrews most of your King James Bibles will say the epistle of Paul the Apostle or something to that effect uh, to the Hebrews. Um, this is not something that has we need to have a, any kind of disagreement about. It's not that big of a deal because first and foremost, there's always the question, who wrote the book? Now, uh, this is pretty simple for me because uh, if you turn in your Bible to uh, 2 Timothy, Second Timothy in chapter three, Second Timothy three in verse sixteen. It's a pretty famous verse, but let's turn there real quick and just read it. Second Timothy three and verse sixteen. It says, "All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works." So God wrote it. Um, who was the person that he used to pen it? Uh, that is a little bit of a controversy. Uh, the, the popular opinion, uh, controversy is the wrong word. It's not, it shouldn't be a controversy. God wrote it and that settles it. Uh, but um, as far as who was the person, it's just kind of fun to kind of look at it. Uh, first and foremost, though, we know for certain that it was given by inspiration through the Holy Ghost. Another good verse to use would be Second Peter uh, chapter 1, 2 Peter 1. Just flip over there real quick. Second Peter. Let me get there. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 21. Always love hearing pages turn. So if you need to pause and catch up, that's fine. Um, but make sure you're looking this up in your in your King James Bible. It says, For the prophecy came not in old time. This is verse 21 of chapter 1 of Second Peter. By the will of man. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So there it is. Now, that's who wrote it. Uh, who penned it, though? I mean, it's kind of 
fun to look at, though. So let's do that real quick. Just as all in the way of introduction to the book of Hebrews. Uh, so the popular view, of course, it was written by the Apostle Paul. Now, here's some here's some pros, if you will, that would say, okay, this is more than likely this was penned by the Apostle Paul. Uh, most of his epistles, he actually like dictated, spoke them out loud, and somebody else wrote them down. Um, the the thinking is that that was his thorn in the flesh that maybe he was blind. I I don't know. I mean, a lot of those things are uh, traditions or things that are passed down. So take it for what you will. But some of the pros, um, this book of Hebrews, as we go and we read it, if you read your New Testament, um, most of those uh, books that are in there are written by the Apostle Paul. Those are what are called epistles or his letters to the churches uh, around the area. Um, so that you'll notice that there's a lot of similar language, um, similar language in the book of Hebrews than there is in the, um, the Pauline epistles is what they call it. Um, we noticed that he was taught by the highest religious school in the land. All right, before he became the Apostle Paul, he was Saul. Uh, if you remember the account of the martyrdom of Stephen, he was there at the martyrdom of Stephen, known as um, at that time by Saul. Well, now Paul, he was he was taught at the highest levels. Okay, when you think of like the most high elite schools that you could possibly think of for college. Just equate that to where Paul, in the in the past, Saul went to school, and that was uh, with a guy named Gamaliel, and that was at the Sanhedrin. Like they taught these from young boys on up uh, about the law, so he knew the religious faith of that time. He knew the um, the Jew uh, Jewish faith at that time. Uh, he knew it backwards and forwards. He knew all the scriptures, all of it. Um, you look at uh, Acts 22, Acts 22, just this kind of like shows this here, Acts 22 and verse 3, Acts 22 and verse 3, it says, I am verily a man which am a Jew, born in Tarsus, a city of Sicilia, um, yet brought up in the city at the feet of Gamaliel, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers, and was zealous towards God, as ye are all as ye all are this day, excuse me. So you can see there, there's where Gamaliel is, is mentioned. And if you go back to Acts 5, 34, he was the one that, um, this Gamaliel guy was the one that when Peter, I believe it was Peter and John. Uh, yes, I believe so. They were basically standing before the Pharisees and such. Uh, verse 34 of chapter five of Acts, then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space. So he gives some wisdom here talking about, hey, uh, it says here, you men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do as touching these men. Basically saying, hey, if they're wrong, what does it matter? But if they're right and you guys are putting hands on them, uh, woe be unto us. Essentially, I'm paraphrasing, of course. But this Gamaliel, he was known as a, as a teacher. Um, Acts 13. Switch over a little couple more pages here. Acts 13. And verse 15? Yes. Yeah, so if you read down through there, you read down all the way through verse 52. Uh, this is where Paul is given his uh, credentials, so to speak, uh, about 
who he was. I mean, for the sake of time, we're not going to read the entire thing, but Acts 13, verse, Acts chapter 13, verse 15, all the way through 52, uh, through the end of that chapter there, you can see that Paul knew his stuff. So that's one of those things like, okay, maybe Paul wrote this. If you see some of the writings, you know that he knew the law backwards and forwards and he was the Jews of all Jews. You know, he was, he knew it backwards and forwards. Um, so he would have some authority to speak on this this kind of thing. So that's some of the pros. Um, it's similar to his other epistles. He was taught at the highest uh, religious school of the land um, by probably one of the most premier professors, if you will, of uh, that faith. And so he knew that. So here, here's something, though, um, if you think of those being pros. And those are all good things. Again, if Paul wrote it, it's not a... It doesn't really that matter that much. This is just some way of introduction, like I said, but um, these are some of the pros. Now, some people say, though, uh, that there's maybe some things that argue against Paul being the uh, one that wrote it. So let's look at um, the very first portion of that is that it doesn't begin or end like you know, all the other Pauline epistles. Read every one, you know, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, all those ones. It always talks, it always starts out, Paul uh, says Paul an apostle, or he, he basically introduces himself. Uh, so remember, these are all letters. Um, and in a letter, you usually identify yourself, you know, on the mailing it so people know who is actually speaking, right? You know, it's like, hey, Michael D'Angelo to so and so. That's what's on the front of the letter. And that's essentially what it was the front part of the letter, hey, Paul an apostle to the church at Galatia, whatever. Um, so the book of Hebrews doesn't start out like that. And it doesn't end the way Paul normally ends his salutations or his uh, end of his letters. Um, so it doesn't end like that. That could be something that argues against the uh, authorship, or so speak, of Paul. Another thing was is that, well, Paul first went to the Jews, but he then went specifically to the Gentiles. Now, this whole book of Hebrews is pretty simply put uh, to the Hebrews. Okay, that's the children of Israel. That's the nation of Israel, uh, the Hebrew nation. Um, Paul originally went there, but then he was sent to the Gentiles. And you'll find that uh, in Acts 15 and Acts 22, 21 and Galatians 1 verses 15 and 16. So let's turn to Acts 22 real quick and then we'll go over to Galatians. Just to show you from the from God's word that that's who he was sent to. Paul was sent to the Gentiles. Uh, let's see, Acts 22 and verse 21. And he said unto me, depart. This is uh, basically Paul is, is kind of given his testimony, if you will. But he says, uh, and he said unto me in verse 21, depart. This is Jesus speaking to um, Paul. Depart, for I will send thee far hence unto the Gentiles. Very simple. It's very clear that he was going to be going to the Gentiles. And then in Galatians 1, turn over to Galatians. Galatians. Galatians chapter 1. And in verse 15. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, 
Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood, neither when I went up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. So uh, essentially saying that, hey, this is what I was called to do. And um, to the heathen, that's if you are not a Jew, uh, if you're not uh, of the children of Israel, you are a heathen, <laughs> a Gentile. That's me. And uh, thank God that uh, Christ came to die for all, but specifically came to the Gentiles. And I'm thankful for that. Um, also look at, also look at, so that's just kind of like who Paul went to. So remember, he went to the Jews. It doesn't end or begin the way that most of his epistles do. Uh, also look at Hebrews, where we're going to start reading probably in the next video. We're not going to get to it today. Like I said, this is way of introduction. But in Hebrews 2, in verse 1 through 3, it says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedient received a just recompense of reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Um, well, so here's the question. When you read that in verse 3 again, it says, uh, began to be first or be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. This means that these are ones that heard directly from the Lord. Now, if this was Paul that wrote this, he did hear directly from the Lord. Remember there, the road to Damascus. In fact, the only way he could be an apostle uh, was to have seen Jesus Christ and then be called by Jesus Christ. And that's what happened at the road to Damascus. Um, so if Paul was, if this Paul was a writer of this, he wouldn't be writing this in the language because he heard this directly from, from Christ. Now, again, that's not a... Um, this is not something that's like a nail in a coffin. That does it. Paul didn't write this thing. You know, be far from that. You know, just whatever you, you seem to think, just it seems pretty strange to me that he would write something like that because um, he did hear them directly from Jesus Christ. And uh, so that's just something that um, if you want to look at, it says, well, Paul heard and saw Jesus directly. That's why he was an apostle. That's why he said he was uh, an apostle out of uh uh, called uh, out of due time or something to that effect. Um, so he did. This goes towards if somebody says, well, maybe Barnabas wrote this. Well, Barnabas was called an apostle as well in the book of Acts. So it's really hard to say that it was. Uh, so which leads me to what I speculate. Okay, here's here's what I'm speculating. And I, I somebody like the uh, person called Apollos, or somebody like that, uh, potentially could have written or penned the book of Hebrews. And here's here's a couple of reasons why I think that. Again, not super important, but just for the sake of just introduction, just so you kind of know those things are out there if you're new to the Bible. Um, it, there was in Acts, uh, let's see here, Acts 18, verse 24. If you turn over there real quick, who was this Apollo's character? And this is why. Remember, this book of Hebrews is to the Hebrews, and it's to convince them of who Jesus Christ was, which is the most important thing. Uh, we need to recognize who Jesus Christ is in order for salvation, and that includes the Jews. Uh, they need to recognize who he is, uh, God in the flesh. 
Um, but look at verse 24. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom, when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly, or more completely. See, he had only known, well, this is another discussion for another day, but uh, he had only known the, the baptism of John. Besides that, he was able to, if you keep reading down here, verse 27, and when he was disposed to pass into uh, Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much, which he had believed through grace. Why? For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly, showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. That is exactly what the book of Hebrews does. It, <laughs> it shows Hebrews um, that Jesus was Christ, meaning the Son of God. God in the flesh that came to take away the sin of the world. So that's kind of why it leads me to that. It leads me to think, well, possibly Apollos. Um, it's good. It's a good argument for it. Um, but again, so that's all in a way of introduction. It's just a fun discussion. Um, like I said at the beginning, it's not really that important as far as when it comes down to it uh, because of what we spoke about at the beginning of the video, which is that Jesus Christ Holy Spirit, God uh, wrote this through inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So there, um, a more introduction. Overall, the theme of the book, I've sort of alluded to it already, is to convince all, but specifically designed for the children of Israel, to convince them. There's a lot of uh, Jewish language in here. If you were speaking to a, a friend of yours uh, about your faith in Jesus Christ, and you wanted to take them to something, um, and they're a Jew, a practicing Jew, take them to the book of Hebrews would be a, a good place to take them, because it, it goes back to the Old Testament a lot, speaking on uh, things that they would they would understand. And so, but uh, it's for them back then, the Jews that were living during that time, okay, convincing them of who Jesus was, not only that, but it's also for now. Like I said, take take your Jewish friends to the book of Hebrews. And in the time of Jacob's trouble. Now, this is going to be because of a lot of things prophetically. Um, these are all videos that we'll get to later on. But that's a very interesting discussion. If you read a lot of this stuff that's in the book of Hebrews, it applies. Just remember, 2 Timothy 3.16 says that uh, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine. Um, I don't want to misquote that. I was trying to do it off the top of my head. A lot of things running through there. Um, yes, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So it's important for us today. Um, and it's not just for Jews, so don't get it twisted that way. Um, but that's the overall arching theme of what the book of Hebrews is about. Uh, so join me for this Bible study. This is going to be, this is going to be really good. Um, every time you see the, um, the, a new video pop up, uh, just be reading through. We're going to start with Hebrews one verse one and start working our way through a little snippets at a time. Um, so just a quick introduction video to the book of Hebrews. So please join me next time. 
I'm not sure if they'll be on the book of Hebrews, but uh, I wanted to get that started because I think it's important. It's a very rich book. And so doesn't matter who the who penned it, who God used to uh, through his inspiration to write it. No, not really. It's just kind of fun to talk about. Um, I, I think it's really interesting. I do think that that, that verse about Apollos um, kind of convinces me a little bit. But again, study it out. What I like to do is just encourage you. I might throw little things out there, and I encourage you to just take those and be like, you know what, maybe that's not for me right now. I'll study it out later. But I want you to study. I want you to get into the Word of God. Um, as a Christian, if you're not saved, uh, again, watch any of the uh, videos so far about uh, the salvation message that Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. He came, died for your sins, not only did he die, but he was buried and rose again on the third day, ascended up into heaven, and he sent his spirit into the world. Um, man, what are you waiting for? It's uh, salvation is 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 no other more important thing on this planet than to know where you're going to go uh, when you close your eyes in death. So um, that's first and foremost. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, uh, Make sure you're subscribing, telling all your friends, whatever like that. Like I said, we're just getting started, but um, I really want a lot of interaction. So be in the Word. Have a question, post it. If you um, have a disagreement, there's going to be disagreements, folks. Um, we're not going to agree 100%, 100% of the time. But if that's the case, if there comes to some sort of disagreement, we can either go to one of two ways. We can either say, well, I'm right, you're wrong, and argue back and forth. Or we can just say, you know what, let's be willing to be taught by the Word of God and show me from the Scriptures where I'm wrong. And we'll go from there. So, um, like I said, I'm sure there'll be some disagreements, but study it out on your own and um, just make sure we are avoiding uh, those traditions and being stuck in these old ways of, of doing things. Uh, man's traditions and philosophies are not uh, important. God's word is important. So let's stick to the Bible and it alone. So thank you again for joining me. Please, uh, like I said, subscribe. Let's, um, let's get the word out there and encourage each other to be in the word every single day. Study it out. Study to show thyself approved. And so that way, that mind of Christ that you have in you can teach you. We have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. And uh, let's close with a quick word of prayer, and um, that'll be it for right now. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this quick little video about introduction into the book of Hebrews. Lord, I look forward to studying this out with the people that are watching this. Um, not only that, but with uh, studying with local people. Uh, body of believers here. Lord, thank you for your perfect word. Thank you for uh, the teaching through your Holy Spirit. And we ask that uh, we remove ourselves from any of these uh, different thoughts and only have the mind of Christ. We ask all these things in your name. Amen.